All right, so today was a very challenging day. We're recording on a Sunday instead of a Tuesday um, because of extenuating circumstances that happened in the sports world. And it is our job here at the Finish Line Podcast to give you our thoughts on things happening in the sports world. Um, to an entire generation of people, players, um, boys and girls, uh, Kobe Bryant meant the world. And I think that now that we've had several hours to really gather our thoughts and really encompass what he meant to us and the impact that he had on our lives, um, I think that we all can agree that uh, we probably took him for granted in a sense that we felt that we probably could have loved him and appreciated him a little bit more while he was here. But that is how the way that life goes with when we lose anybody. Um, today at um, this morning, Kobe Bryant unfortunately lost his life along with his oldest daughter, Gigi, um, an unnamed teammate of hers, as well as their parent and the pilot of a um, private helicopter flying um, outside of Los Angeles and Calabasas, California, to her AAU game. Um, the plane, most most people, everybody on the plane died, and I'm, it's my belief that nobody survived impact. Um, but I'm rambling, I feel like, but. I'm just getting my thoughts out. I feel like it was very well worded, though. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, we lost Kobe today, basically. Kobe being Bryant. Um, but yeah, guys, so we're actually we're here in the studio, my room, um, the regular four, and we got a guest today. Uh, my brother, Monte, if you've watched any of our Patreon episodes of The Shot Clock, you've probably seen him hey. once or twice. Um, <laughs> introduce yourself, Monte. Hey, how y'all doing? You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm out here. Support my line brother, my big brother Cal, my homies AZ and Wanye. You know what I'm saying? It's all love. I'm here. We're going to talk about this Kobe thing in a little bit. Uh, a little bit is some, now. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I'm saying a little bit of some other but, things. That's but, what I was going to so say. So I think a lot of times when people die, people of stature and whatnot, we ask ourselves the question, where were you and how did you feel when blank died? Where were you when Michael Jackson died? Um, where were you when like Prince died? I know that's a little bit before a lot of our times, not named AZ, but um, where, were you, you know, where were you when Blank died? And I think that we'll all, all of us in this room are in our um, adulthood, we'll always remember where we were when Kobe Bryant died. So where were you and how did you feel when Kobe, when you got the, the initial news and when you really found out that Kobe died? So um, round robin, anybody can go. So I, I, I'll go first. Um, I was in. I was just getting out the shower, and I had just got the text from the little work group chat, and I thought it was fake. I thought it was. I thought it was like it's no way. Like LeBron had just passed. Is it's, it's no way. Um, and then when I realized it was real, it, it was. It was a lot of emotions because for us, like we had like, and not even trying to joke, Az, yeah. but like for us, this is our first like big death like we had michael jackson but like we didn't really grow up with michael jackson right. this was our first death that like we grew up with the person <laughs> like a humongous like icon type um and just a lot of a lot of obviously probably most of us resorted back to childhood memories um of watching kobe trying to be like kobe and everything in between um and it, and it was hurtful and then you know obviously it was a good like two hours or so where people were saying the daughters were in there and who else was, it was a lot of like speculation on who else was in there and then when they found out that Gigi was in there and then the other um, unnamed people like that just broke broke my heart even more man because she was she was on her way to being something great 13 years old yeah. she had asked uh, and I definitely don't want one thing that I hate is that there's a, there are three other families two people. other families grieving you yeah know, right, right. the family of 
the teammate, you know, they lost a daughter and they lost a husband and the family of the pilot. I don't know if yeah. the pilot was male or female, but they lost a family member as well. But you, unfortunately, an icon as big as Kobe is going to right. envelop Take over the, the head, entire headlines. Yeah. headline. So, right. um, but um, Giovanna, what, what I know her nickname was Gigi. I think it's Gianna. Gianna, yes. Gianna, Gianna Bryant. Bryant. I just didn't know how to pronounce the funny. Gianna yeah. Bryant, she was 13. Um, she had aspirations to go play for Gino Ariyama. Ariema, the legendary um, UConn coach, um, and then eventually go play in the WNBA. Yeah, and and play overseas and and you know really encompass that international love of the world like Kobe had. Yeah. Um, but Monte, where were you? How'd you feel when you found out Kobe died? So today, um, when I found out Kobe died, I was in church. Actually, it was um, you know being in church, it was kind of like a little slip, like show you like the phone type deal. It wasn't like yo Kobe just died. Someone showed me their phone. Um, and I was like, wow, that can't be real. Just like my man Wanye just said, like, that can't be real. Kobe did? Come on now. Like, my man's been, like, Wanye, you told me earlier, like, he was, he's been flying, like, helicopters. How long? Across so, LA? So he, his entire career, he has always flown helicopters. Like, well, I don't know if his entire career, but for the majority of part of his career, he's always flown into LA to prevent <clears throat> LA, to prevent exactly. from getting into LA traffic. Exactly. And I remember um, back, back in college, like, at UNCG, um, hearing about Kobe was just like he's just on a different level. Kobe yeah. Bryant is just like rest in peace. But like he was just a different guy. They call him a mumba for a reason. Yeah. So um, just to hear something like that in college, just like that's just something that he called like you know he do on his own. Like he just his he's in his own lane. Yeah, um, so today when I saw that you know quick tweet or whatever it was that um, someone showed me in church today it was like I don't believe that. Get in the car and it's like I get on Google and it's like no like. TMZ, it's called uh, New York Times. It's something serious. It's just like, dang, like, right. like we talked about earlier, when you were shooting your shot into the trash can, you weren't saying LeBron, you weren't saying Jordan, you were saying Kobe. You know right. what I'm saying? So, um, I was in church today and I didn't believe it at first, but when I got out, it really touched home. It was just almost like how Nipsey died not too long ago. Everybody, everybody might not have been like a Nipsey diehard fan, but when Nipsey died, it was like a serious thing. You felt it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So even if you're not a diehard basketball fan, you know who Kobe Bryant is. Absolutely. So yeah. it's like mm -hmm. if when Kobe Bryant died, you felt it. You know what I'm saying? Even if you're not your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your cousin, somebody know who Kobe is, so you're going to feel it. You know what I'm saying? And that's all I got to say about it. Like RIP to a GOAT, a legend. Um, his name will always be remembered, like forever. Like that's all I gotta say about it. For real. Cow. Um, so it's crazy because today was not supposed to go the way that it did. Just in general, I was supposed to go to Charlotte with Dre. You know, we well Huntersville. We were supposed to go to Huntersville. We decided not to go. We were gonna do a Facetime call. Around the time that we were supposed to get the Facetime call is when we actually had the news break, yeah. which is crazy. I mean, it's, it's so ironic, like yeah. that all of that shit happened at the same time. Um. So I'm at my crib. I was just chilling, watching. Uh, actually, I was playing Call of Duty at the time. I got the message, and I immediately stopped playing. I was like, let me look into this, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I really wanted to see whether or not it was a true thing or not. Um, looked through it. Definitely got some uh, verified tweets that said, hey, he was definitely in the thing. Um, it took me aback for a second. I, I even teared up. Because growing up for me, so I was born in 92. Around the 98 period, I think he got drafted in 98 or 96. 96. 96. So by the time that I was pretty much like developed and knew what basketball was, Kobe was the face of the NBA. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he was in his prime. They were going out competing for championships. Winning, winning chips every year. And, and they were doing things that, for my opinion, it was like, yo, this is our Jordan. This is our Michael Jordan. I didn't get to see Michael Jordan play um, in his heyday. You know what I'm saying? But Kobe was that guy for us. And then growing up and getting older, I used to. I remember when I was younger, I used to hate Kobe. Not hate Kobe as a person. <laughs> But as a player, because he was so good, right? He would always beat the teams you didn't want him to beat. <laughs> right. And the, I, I think the thing that I loved about Kobe the most is he made me develop my love for basketball. So I had to understand that it's not that you can hate a player. You had to understand his game. You know what I'm saying? And understand the mentality of why Kobe was Kobe and LeBron is LeBron, et cetera. And um, I don't know. I just, you know, I, I took some time today. I even tried to take a nap. Couldn't really sleep. But, like, it, it, it hit me hard initially. And then when I found out that Gigi also did pass away and all the other people that were in the wreckage, it's just like, why you had just sent us a um a video the other day of the Matt Barnes interview with Steven yeah, Jackson all the and smoke. Kobe and all the smoke. It was a great interview. I, I remember watching it. I was watching it while I was in the shower and stuff, like 40 minutes. And you could just tell, like, Kobe has so much in the tank left. And I think when you, when you look at a death like this, that's what you look at. It's not... The career he already had. You knew he had a great, phenomenal career. It was what he had coming. Like, yeah. you just knew Kobe was going to be, like, in the in the headlines for being a president of basketball operations at some point in time. You know, maybe owning a organization or something. Like He could do whatever he, he wanted to. He could do right. whatever. Sure. And for it sure. was because he, you just knew it was he was going to do it. I mean, he got a like, fucking Oscar. Yeah. Like, he has an Oscar. So, like, in, in before <laughs> he did. Yeah. Like, he has an Oscar. Like, there are guys who have been acting for 20 years and have an Oscar. He has an Oscar. Oscar. And he said it in Straight he out. Said, yeah. He said, uh, they were asking him about him and Jordan. He said, you know what? I got one thing he doesn't have. And that's an Oscar. And, like, that's something that he, he took pride in. And so, yeah, yeah I took mean. Took it seriously. R.I.P. to uh, Kobe, man. I love you, dog. Yeah. Legend forever. Man. Yo, so forever. so when I, um, when I got the news, I was at work. And um, they was going fine, you know what I'm saying? Um, the person who broke the news, um, I can tell they didn't re- have a real appreciation for who he was. So it's not that they were joking, but they just, they, they didn't understand, like, the brevity of the situation. So that already, I was low-key upset, you know what I'm saying? And, um, and then I found out that his daughter was, was in the, uh, the helicopter, and being a father of two daughters, I can't, I can't imagine, like, that's a cra- it's a crazy situation to be in, you know what I'm saying? And so, so I'm at work, and I already, I was on break, I already really didn't want to talk to nobody, then I get the news, I'm trying to really figure out, like, is it real or not, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and then it's like, nah, it's, it's, it's real. real. So now I'm like, damn, I'm just like, my mind is a million places, and all I can hear are people, um low-key cracking jokes or like not not necessarily like you know directed at kobe you know per se but just not the, taking it seriously not taking it seriously at all like the mood the mood of the room was not appropriate you know what yeah. i'm saying so I, I was very upset and and it, it made me it made me think about uh you know what people often say give people their roses while they're here you know yeah. what i'm saying and and um in hindsight is always 2020 and you know, a good person will always look at a situation and feel and, and try to find what they can do better. I feel like we did a we did a pretty good job giving uh, yeah. Kobe his his roses why why he was here. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. So so to be to be like I said to be in the presence of people who didn't who wasn't appreciating him, 
it made me it made me think about uh what my what my legacy you know should be you know what i'm saying yeah. and uh and and you know we we joke about a lot of times like you know if, if woes ain't say it then that shit ain't real you know what i'm saying so that's really what i was waiting on and as soon as i saw that i was like damn yeah you know what i'm saying i like calvin said i was um me and him both had a business meeting in charlotte today um for my nonprofit that i run and Last minute, we decided to just hold a group FaceTime call. Um, and I was actually in the group FaceTime call. My mother was a part of it. And she says, yo, Kobe died. I'm like, what are you talking about? So I check my phone and I'm in like 75 sports group chats and just sports chats with my brothers and my friends. And it's just going off. And I just, my, my friend Morgan, we were FaceTiming back and forth. Like, yo, I'll call you back. I'll call you back. I got check. I'm checking Twitter. Did Woj said the team. He was in shock because he was like, yo, until ESPN says it, I don't believe it. TMZ right. said it. He's like, I don't believe it. MSNBC said it. He said, I don't believe it. He said, until ESPN say that shit, I don't yeah. believe it. And then Woj tweeted it. And I said, yo, Woj is ESPN, bro. He was like, nigga, I know. And... <laughs> It was just, and it was crazy because being that we, I wasn't at that business meeting, I just had time to sit in my room here, right here, and just reflect. And I went from sitting here to laying on my bed to sitting in my living room, just reflecting and just scrolling Twitter and just seeing the highlight videos and the montages and, and all of that stuff. And it was just like a, a boulder just sitting on my fucking back, bro, because you're just like, I remember um, um, Mac Miller made a song called I Remember. Um, I, I, the, the, the name of the album is, is I can't think of it right now, but he made a song called the Watching Mirrors album. That was a really yeah. good album. He made a song called I Remember. He was just talking about his homie who he grew up with that passed away too early. And he was talking about, yo, I know you had a, you had a son and I'm, I'm gonna help you. I'm gonna help raise your son. And he was just like, um, um, he, you know, like, I can't believe you died. You were part lion. How did you die? You're Superman. You're not supposed to die. You're Atlas. You're not supposed to die. And so I'm just like, yo, that, that doesn't make any sense, bro. But Kobe is supposed to be our Bill Russell in 50 years. Yeah, He's sure. supposed to be hobbling to present the all-star game crutch. Kobe on his with, with a cane. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're supposed to be a, a new award named after him in 2072. Yeah. You know, like now presenting, and, and, the- and it, it was like ever since he retired, like he's been doing nothing but like helping out the young niggas, like yeah, yeah Kyrie, Trey Young, Young yeah. Kawhi, Tatum. Russell, like the whole next generation. Like he was giving back so much to the to the guys who yeah, were he coming was showing up. a different. He was really showing a different a, a different side, side of himself because in that basketball you never knew. he was just this a killer, oh, yeah. selfish, a killer. selfish yeah. killer, but Mamba. Like, but the thing about it is, bro, I I think like I don't even want to call him selfish. Because nah, I think a killer. so often in society, you know, with our peers and our Kobe contemporaries, matter, we're so used to just right. do, I don't think any, I don't think any of us are used to striving to be perfect in every aspect of yeah. our lives. We bullshit yeah. at some Kobe. things. We, we take time off. We take days off. We call out of work. And, <laughs> and that's one of the things he kind of talked yeah. about in the interview that I watched with Matt Barnes. He was saying the one misconception that a lot of people had of him that he was selfish. And he was like, I don't think I was selfish, but I was I wanted to win. And he he said that he was like I wanted to be the best version of myself yeah. every time I got in the court. Right. He said like he didn't even have pregame rituals. He said that he the most that he would do is if he got tired, he'd take a nap. But he said even if he was tired, he'd play. 
he he didn't care about any of that stuff because he wanted to win. He was a winner, and that was in his DNA. So, so that's the thing. I, how I feel about it is, is like there's nothing wrong with being selfish, though. How can you not be yeah. selfish and expect to to right. get fully to the pinnacle? Fulfill, you know, full, yeah. like fully fulfill where you need but, to be. But at. I also in that I also think there's a difference between being selfish and just looking out for what's best for you. Yeah. I think a lot of times okay. people get it confused. Selfish is, is I think when you could give something but you don't. But right. I think he just looked out for himself and made sure he was and straight. And, and that's not, nothing wrong with that. And there's nothing think, wrong with okay, that Okay, I take all. that back. So I feel like what you just said is completely correct. Yeah. Maybe he wasn't selfish, but when it came to f- completely fulfilling what Kobe needed to fulfill, right. he was going to take every step he needed to take. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. There's right. nothing wrong right. with trying to be perfect. Y'all ever heard that story uh, um, of, what's his uh, names? Jason, Jay Williams. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, where he went we out in the workout before. Yeah, so yeah. Jay, he was like, a, I think it was his rookie season. Yeah, he was because he was the number two overall yeah, pick. Yeah, he was the, he was his rookie season, had a big head. And Duke. Duke. Uh, he went Duke. Yeah, he, it was his rookie season. It was like, what, 2000, hey, 2001? Shit. Yeah. One and of it was his rookie years. season. He's like, yo, stop. we play the Lakers today. I'm going to get to the arena two, three hours early. I'm going to be the first in the arena. You know, people going to be like, oh, Jay Williams is the first arena. He gets to the arena three, four hours early. Kobe's already there. Dripping He's in there, sweats. Dripping in sweats. After probably having put up five, six hundred shots. And Kobe looks over his shoulder with his trainer. And Jay was like, I know Kobe saw that I was there. And so Kobe was at a point where the average human would have stopped an hour prior. Yeah. And Kobe goes for two more hours. And Jay doesn't even get on the floor because he's just sitting there watching Kobe just be great. Like, it's three hours for the game. And he's dripped in sweat having worked six hours for the game. Kobe then gives him 40. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. work ethic is crazy. <laughs> yo, Kobe gives, he that, then gives them 40 okay, yo, in that game. Yo, the, the, the thing, the thing, <laughs> what the fuck, bro? Yo, like like when, with, from a Christian uh, worldview, right, I believe that everybody has greatness on the inside of us, right? I feel like God has endowed us all with that. It's up to us to extract that while we are here with the time we are given. And... We, we, we see a lot of examples of famous people, you know what I'm saying, who, who we make, who we think have have reached the pinnacle of their craft, whatever that craft is, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And just because you're famous doesn't mean that you've extracted all that you that you could out of your life, you know what I'm saying? It just means you got to shine. So it's not often you get to see somebody like a Kobe who has pursued greatness, who, who has made mistakes. Who has um, had to deal with with uh, opinions of people who don't matter, opinions of people that do matter. You know what I'm saying? And he still was dogged in his pursuit of the mark. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's, I feel like it's an excellent example that anybody with half a brain should should look at and put that in 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 your um in your repertoire to push yourself forward. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like abso- absolutely. I, the the biggest. The, and I'm sure we probably all heard it, is Kobe talks about, like, he talked about, I can't remember what interview it was, but he talked about, like, his work ethic and how he figured out that if he went to the gym from 4 to 6 and then went from 9 to 11, then went from 3 to 5, then went from, like, 7 to 9, he did that every day during the summer. And he did that to obviously gain a leg up on the competition. And he also speaks about in the interview in All the Smoke where, like, he didn't play like his first two or three years. Like he was barely on the floor. Mm-hmm. And so all he had time to do was work. And that just, that just angered him so much. And he had so much time to work. And he was just talking about with that training schedule, most guys usually train three times a day. He's training four. As the years go on, the gap between Kobe and 
Tracy McGrady is going to get so greater that you're not going to be able to catch up. And Kobe's work ethic is obviously the one thing that he'll always that that's like his living legacy is that his he right. just worked harder than everybody. It wasn't necessarily that he had just ridiculous God given talent like you know he definitely did, but he just outworked every single person right. like the Jay Williams story. Yo, but 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 the thing is, he had he had unbelievable God-given talent. Yeah. Right. And that nigga right. was still outworking everybody. Right. You know so, Wanya, saying? when you say that, what do you feel like drove or, you know, made him want to, um, like, work that hard? His, you know, dad... What played, played in the league. You know what I'm saying? Well, his he dad, played played in the league and then his, played overseas. Exactly. So, what made Kobe want to, um, you know, work that hard? Like, you know, you got some guys out here nowadays that dad never played in the league, but yeah. still feel like you got your Alonzo balls and stuff like that. He's yeah. straight, but before he, you answer that, can I tell a story real quick? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I work with certain artists and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I worked with this one producer who was actually worked with Michael Jackson. He said Michael Jackson, um, he went in, he was producing some records for him. Michael Jackson came in, stayed in the studio for 10 hours and did not sing a note to record. Just and he shit. said, I'll come back tomorrow morning. Came back it was the like, next He just like warmed up or some he, shit. He warmed up for 10 hours straight and mm-hmm. did not record shit. He left. He said, I'll be back in the morning. Came back in the morning. Within 20 minutes, had a whole song recorded, right? And, and the reason why I'm saying that is because I don't know if it was anything that Propelled him to that level. I think he's just. I don't think there's an answer. He had the mentality, the Mamba some, mentality. Yeah, 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 okay. bro, I don't know if there's an answer, bro. Yeah. As far as yeah. what propelled, I mean, him, I want to ask though. Yeah, go ahead, yeah, yeah, as go far ahead. as what propelled him, I, I I don't know. I mean, Jordan always has stories of like just the smallest shit would tick him off during the summer, and he would just go out there and just work his ass off. For Kobe, you know, I I know he speaks a lot of when he was growing up. Being in Italy, obviously being black, right, 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 he was right. lonely a lot of the time. So then he just developed the love for the game. But as far as just working hard, the only thing I can think of is like I just said, like not playing and like him getting drafted with AI. Um, who else in that class? Steve I mean, it was Nash, like AI, Steve Nash, KG and like all, was the, there, all those guys were playing, and you sitting on the bench. And he's like, "Yo, what the fuck am I on the bench for?" And I think, and right, just and he just grinded. And then also like you also got to consider like. He was he came in the league at seventeen. Yeah, it ain't like he can go out to the go, go out to the fucking bar and no shit. Gotta do yeah. that. Yeah. He yeah. couldn't yeah. go out to the bar and shit. So like he had no choice but to play. Basketball. I think there's just a lot to because I don't think we don't really get that image of the Mamba Vino that hard worker. At least we didn't see it until like oh six oh seven when he's yeah. by himself. Yeah. I think that's when like the legend really started to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was so much in that melting pot. From coming into the league young, growing up with his father, probably trying to, you know, outshine his father's legacy. Yeah. Um, the whole Shaq, the Phil Jackson thing. Can Kobe do it by himself? Yeah. Because when we have Kobe, because as great as Kobe is and was, when you have before today, when you have Kobe conversations, there's always there was always a but. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah. could he do it by himself? You know, he had to have Shaq. Too many shots and taken. Then, you, know, you know, but uh, but, uh, but he's you know, there's it's LeBron and Mike. But, you know, it's not Kobe because LeBron, you know, because there was yeah. always a but. Yeah. But when you just take his career and his work ethic and put it by itself, you're just like, wow. Yo, there's, there's just certain yeah. things that should never be compared. Yeah. When LeBron retires, don't compare it. My, Michael yeah. Jordan, then in other industries, Michael Jackson, you know, Bill Gates, Mark Zuckerberg, what they do, don't compare it. Yeah. It's yo, not comparable. Yo, I, I think the, the answer is is truly intrinsic and it's what lies inside of you because like not to take anything away from Kobe Bryant and his legacy. He was a human being 
who took shits every day, who ble- who bled yeah. red. You know what I'm saying? He had the same 24. So like, if all the external variables, like the reason why you can't you can't rely, and I'm preaching to myself, you can't rely on on external motivational factors because they're they're unreliable. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like because like like this bet for example that we got. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, it's cool that like there's a whole bunch whole bunch of money in front of me, there's bragging rights and things like that. But the, I got other shit. I have to, that has to mean more to me that if that wasn't if that wasn't a carrot in front of me, I should be able to push push towards the mark anyway. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So for Kobe, that what I believe the answer is is some somewhere on the inside he understood that this is what I have to do to get everything out of my life that I'm supposed to. Yeah, which which is why I brought up the Michael thing because at the point in time where Michael was in his career, he was the goat. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Other than you know what I'm saying, looking at other people like Elvis and uh, James Brown and stuff, whatever. But Kobe. Is the goat? We know he's one of the goats. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's not. A, it's no question. And I think, I, I think it's something that you couldn't even fathom the thought of why he wants to be as great as he is. He he probably didn't even know until he got to that level. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. It, they always say that when you're successful, there's always another level of success you want to go to. He was going. He was on his way for even more levels of success after that. Oscar. After you basketball. know what I'm saying? Yeah. After basketball, it, basketball was was a good thing for him, but. He was going it was a to launching pad. Right. It was way, a launching pad. It was a launching pad. Way more. The, yeah. the big yeah. and another story about Kobe, as far as me just thinking, he mentally he was just different. I think he was interviewing with Diane Sawyer when he talks about when he scored sixty as an eight year old, and he he I he understood that, yeah. that eight year olds can't dribble with their left hand, so he forced everybody left, stole the ball, and just got layups every single time, and like. I'm thinking to myself, why didn't I think of that shit? <laughs> I'm saying that <laughs> right. right now. No, but no eight-year-old. No eight-year-old. No, no right I was one of eight-year-olds who shit, couldn't right. drill my left. Like, <laughs> no eight-year-old. Your left, like, yes, like no eight-year-old most, would think of that shit. Like, most teenagers and shit can't dribble right. with their yeah. left. But, like, as a but like just the fact to break it down, like, like to think about, to watch the game and be like, nobody can dribble with their left. Let me force him left and then just steal the ball. Like to even just think about that as an eight year old kid. He was like eight or eight or nine. <laughs> like that's re- like that's ridiculous. Like, that's a different and then mentality. To go through and execute that. Yeah, yes, every time. So, so moving, kind of moving that conversation forward. Quick fact: um, a lot of people thought that the NBA should have canceled games today. You know, you you can say they should have, they shouldn't have. You know, play for his legacy. Don't play for his legacy. It didn't go either way. Um, but there were games played today. Um, Trey Young played tonight um he wore number eight this is very interesting he had 45 points and 14 assists trey young is the first player to have a 45 point double double with under 25 field goal attempts against the washington wizards since kobe bryant that's fucking on december 17 2006 also devin booker and trey young both took 24 shots tonight their combined point total 81 points. Shit's wild. That's wild. Get the fuck <laughs> yeah, I saw, I saw, I saw hey, that, that was Kobe doing that I saw shit. That. <laughs> that was my nigga Kobe. Because doing I mean, shit. so kind of moving on to the impact that Kobe had on the players in the league. Kobe. Um, Damn. Kobe's yeah. daughter, um, Gigi, she was 13, really coming to her own as her own, you know, women's basketball player. She was good as fuck. Um, and her favorite player in the league was Trey Young. She was mm-hmm. only able to go to three basketball games this year, and Kobe took her to all three, and two of them were Atlanta Hawks games. Um, there were uh, tributes to Kobe today. The Right when his news was announced, the Raptors and Spurs were playing um, 
and a, a trend around the league today was both teams would start each game with a 24 second shot clock violation. Mm-hmm. And um, I saw a few teams took like an eight second or an eight second half court, yeah. court um, just just in honor Respect. of Kobe. Um, Kyrie left Madison Square Garden tonight. Yeah, he didn't even um, play. Knicks yeah. played the played the Nets. He couldn't he couldn't even play. Um, but kind of moving on, moving to LeBron. I, I read a story today um, and watched a video from LeBron. I think what got lost in over these years, all we ever wanted to do was talk about Kobe versus LeBron. Who's better? Why didn't they play in the finals? These niggas loved each other. Love. And that was yeah. so crazy to me to read today because it was the first time it, it kind of clicked in my head. LeBron, Kobe came to the league at 17. He's six years older than LeBron. Yeah. So when he came to the league, LeBron was still 11. When LeBron, he said he was playing a game, I think when he was 16, in New Jersey. And that year, the All-Star game was in Philly. Um and yeah. so after his game, he um, or actually the night before his game, him and Maverick Carter drove down to Philly to the All-Star game and they met Kobe and Kobe gave him a pair of like his custom Kobe shoes. Yeah. Um, they were a size 14. LeBron wore 15. But he said, fuck it. I'm wearing these shits tomorrow. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. so, I'll bust him. Um, with it. I'll bust so right he, over it, um, he played in them. It was the next night they played Mellow and Oak yeah. Hill. That was the game we played Mellow Ooh. and Oak Hill. Ooh, that was a classic. Um, and the next night, Kobe um, got an all-star game MVP in his Yeah, hometown. in Philly. Yeah, I remember that. There's a lot of cryptic shit, bro. Just like, yeah. damn, the world is, the universe is moving so quickly around us. And yeah. we're not even paying attention to it. We're not, bro. This day like last day. night, LeBron, it was just like, I don't know, like LeBron's last gift to Kobe, passing him on the list in his hometown. Yeah. Um, because I was thinking, to, I remember I texted y'all last night, LeBron, he, he ain't gonna get it tonight. He wanna save it for Tuesday night in Staples. <laughs> and he finished nah, it with a layup, like yeah, a bro. slight layup. Yeah, it was just like, Damn, he should have did it in Philly. That's where he should have yeah. did it, bro. And then in Kobe's today, hometown, bro. Then I don't know, bro. Like every, today. it's like everything is happening for a reason, you know. I mean, obviously, nobody wants to not have Kobe here. Um, yeah. But I, I think I was telling y'all before we recorded. I think this is gonna change LeBron's legacy in general. I think whatever LeBron decides to do this next three years is gonna be completely different than what he probably thought he would be doing. Yeah. Straight and, up. And, and I and I think I think he's going to. I, I'm so I know we talked about this one. I don't know if he's gonna wait for his son. I think that the more important thing yeah. for him mm. is to be there for his children yeah. as opposed to playing with them. And I think now he sees that because I, I think the biggest thing too with this whole situation, if Kobe had died by himself, that would have been one thing. The fact that he died with his daughter, probably mm. in his arms at that point in time, you know what I'm saying? That made everybody that who was a that's father, that's it. Yeah, that's everybody who had wild, children, bro. everybody who had a father, really take into account, I have a family and I need to check on them. I need to be with them. Yeah. LeBron knows that now. And I yeah. guarantee you there's going to be some things that so change. She's about to and, change. And, I, you know, I think I, th- I think it's smart. I think I, I think we're about to see a tapped-in LeBron. Yeah. I really do because me um, – I've never been the biggest Bron fan because I spent my whole life – Fangirling over Kobe, like yeah. that. Fan that fangirling. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean that. That was me, bro. Like I played, <laughs> I played competitive basketball from the age of four all the way up to, um, I'm up to, through high school, right. and you know every time I stepped on the court, I wanted to be like Kobe. You know what Respect. I'm saying? Yeah. And and you know I wore I wore a damn sh- this a shooting sleeve just yeah. like him. Yes, you know, yes, and a lot of my a lot of my boys did yeah. growing up. Yes, like sir. we just wanted to be like him. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've gained a lot of respect for LeBron over the years because as he's just continued to crush these fucking records and 
just exemplify what a father should be and a husband should be and just yeah. a black man should be. I'm like, I can't hate this nigga no you more. You can't. No matter how much you want. <laughs> Kobe's not in the league anymore, so I can't watch him every night. Right. Fuck, LeBron, you're good. <laughs> Damn it. And, that, and that's what I'm saying. It's players like that that give you a respect for the game. And, so you, and so you got to I got to yeah, I, I don't know, bro. I just feel like, like I said at the beginning of the show, it's just like you probably, you know, I loved Kobe as much as anybody when, he's, when he was here, and I feel like I could have loved him a little bit more. So yeah. it's going to be my goal going forward that, like, I, I just have to make a more conscious and cognizant effort to just appreciate greatness while he's here. Yeah, because absolutely. in five, six, in five years, LeBron probably won't be in the league. Five, six no. years, Mm-mm. you know, yeah. he won't be in the league. You know what I'm saying? Um, James Harden, Giannis, Russell, these great, great guys won't be here forever in yeah. the league. So I, go ahead. Yeah, easy. I, I think – the the thing that keeps on ringing in my in my head is, um, you know, there's there's really no time to waste, and, and that doesn't mean that 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 we have to rush through life, and that we have to uh, at least for me, I'm you know talk speaking for myself that you got to be so you know your your nose so far down on the grindstone that you just miss everything you know above you, but you know we're all promised a death, you know what I'm saying, and nobody knows when that's when that's coming. And that may sound morbid. What that means is, hey, get get to living, man. Like scripture tells us, like, yo, you have to you have to pursue faith when you're young. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When you're young and when you're idealistic and life ain't smacked you in the face yet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you you get that you get that shit then so that when life does come around, you have something to hold you. You know what I'm saying? So um yeah, that's that's really like the 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 prevailing thought. You know what I'm saying? Like if you have anything that you're trying to do. Like you need to get busy on it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You, and, Don't and, just do the shit. Yeah, do it like Kobe did. Yeah, like pursue greatness, <laughs> man. And then and then again, another thing talking about because because I I was well into basketball by the time Kobe got here because I I got to see Michael Jordan whooping up on the whole Eastern Conference. Jealous of you for that low key. Yeah. yeah. So 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 kind of like what um what what uh Calvin was saying. Like I I love the Knicks. I remember when, when the Knicks. I love them now. Like I went the past since. Like when the Knicks lost in the finals to Houston, I cried, bro. Like I cried real tears. Like, yeah, absolutely. I was like, yeah, cry real tears. He was eleven. Yeah, Let him cry. <laughs> and and the the thing the thing that um that was always the thought. Like I I couldn't stand Michael Jordan because I'm like, man, fuck this nigga Mike. But when you see him, like you so like, great. You you can't you can't <laughs> deny it. You couldn't deny it. You know what I'm saying? Like Kobe, it was it was in that same vein. Like when he was going against your team, you wanted your team to win. But like you you knew about seventy five percent of them highlights was going to be Kobe on that head. frying your motherfucker. <laughs> right. Real talk. Real talk. Yeah. Like real shit, he was gonna fry you. Yeah, Kobe, like, Kobe's Kobe's highlights go crazy. Bro, there like, was yeah. somebody dropped a highlight today on Twitter um, of yeah. every game winning shot Kobe ever made. It was two plus minutes long. Yeah, and each highlight, it wasn't showing the whole thing; it was just showing the shot. So two plus minutes of like forty to fifty shots, bro. Yeah, like of him, of just him, someone's of him, just right. and it was just so. It, it was just crazy because I could tell even in those last seconds of the game where the defender's mind is probably scrambled and he's panicking. Kobe is cool, calm, collected. Let me push off here. Yeah. Set this screen. Pop it to the corner. I'm going to shoot it like I did 500 times in practice this morning. So the thing is, <laughs> with you saying that, I seen something that um, was a complete like uh, opposite of that. It was just his face when he walked on the court after of a timeout after when it's a close game. His face is always the same. Well, yeah. it was like... RIP, but was always the same. 
Bro was walking on the court like. Yeah, like he knew. Yo, yeah, I remember like listening to um to Jalen Rose talk about like that game that he get they he, uh, they gave him eighty one. He said the thing that stood out about it the his most. His right hand was broke too. Let's go and throw that when they really? when he gave Jalen Rose eighty one. His right hand was not fully fixed. I didn't he know scored that. half I didn't the know points that. with. Yeah, look it up. He, scored, it. Like, I didn't he know probably that. scored a lot of them shits with his left. That's what, Google just, it yourself right. right now. When he dropped right. 81 on Jalen Rose, his right hand was fucked up. I did up. not know that. But like, I but believe it 110%. Yeah. Yo, but but the, the one thing that, that Jalen said, he was like, yo, he wasn't pompous. He wasn't braggadocious. He said that shit was a regular day at the yeah. office. Like, for real. He was yeah. just like. He's in practice. Yeah. And you're just the dummy. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> literally. Literally. And literally but, bro. But the, the game thing, before, <laughs> he had scored like 60 points. So, I mean, he, yeah, was, he was already on the road. He was already chair, eating. Right. Yeah. Literally, like he had the UNCG calf. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the calf. Bro. Shout out to hey, the guy. cab is all you can eat buffet. That's what I'm feeling, man. Damn. Hey, yo, yo, was y'all in like the the, the new school cab? Like, yeah, we was. We got there right hey, when I. I was there for. I that. been hitting that shit with Paige. That shit be hit. <laughs> that shit, there. that shit shits on they AT cab. One as soon as my June, our junior year came. That I think shit it was like be late busted. Yeah, it was like, late junior year. It was like 2014. Yeah, really? Okay. I, I'm, I'm the old school calf where the C store was was underneath. Was underneath. Yeah, yeah I was there you, you had to go through North Spencer to get to that yeah, shit. Yeah, I can't see. I no, came no, in no, at a good I time. No I know we're on our rant, but like I came in in 2011, so we still had old calf, and then they were starting to get the new calf together like the next year. So. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and look, and then they be outside um, at that at the fountain. Damn, man, Kobe, but I wish you, you could have came to the. You know what pissed me off, bro? <laughs> On Twitter today, um, oh yeah, a lot of tweets yeah, that I saw where people it. immediately. The first one I saw was something like this: one dude had the nerve to say Kobe died twenty three years late. Dang. Because of what? the rape allegation or some shit. Can like you send me that? Yo, tweet? any anybody it's, I reported it. It's no longer yeah, there. Anybody okay, who cool. tweeted anybody some who shit like that, I, I reported re- it. And I, I think I lost my you know, I was on this if you follow us on Twitter, you know, I try not to curse on the account. You was going in today. But yeah. today I was rightfully going, so. I was, I was okay with it. Because when I, I saw that tweet, so. I was when I saw that tweet, I before I reported it, I tweeted them directly and was like, yo, take this shit down, you piece of shit. Like Real talk. this man I, just died with like, his daughter, bro. Oh, like it, yeah. it was so fresh, and about? then and it was a lot of and cook me if you want if you listen to this, but I'm just fucking say a lot of feminists and and, and shit like yeah. me personally. If you if you are a rapist, you deserve to serve serve punishment. All that good shit. Kobe was never found guilty. Nope, that's he was never found. Ran the rape kit, and, and, shit and, came and, up clean. And I made I made sure. Real talk. Real I made talk. sure to I made sure to reeducate myself on the rape case. Um, I made sure to re-educate myself on the whole case. Um, the woman that he was accused of raping, she refused to testify in mm-hmm. court. Um, Why? Because she was lying. <laughs> you I was just asking a question. And Kobe said I'm that jury Kobe said that he believed that the the encounter was consensual, and I believe him. Absolutely, I believe it was consensual. They ran a rape kit. You know what I'm saying? She but at, at the end, in no way, shape, or form, am I condemning any woman that steps forward for rape? Um, but make it. But, but it should be rape. Yeah, but, but it should don't, be rape. Don't be doing. Yeah. Don't be on no bullshit. I, I mean, listen. Look, two two things. Two things can be true at the same time. You know what I'm very saying? Very much so. And you know, I think it's a very cowardly thing to wait into until a man is dead. gone, dead and gone, 
and can't speak for myself anymore to throw some shit up there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because like, yo, we all have shit in our closet, dog. Like, Absolutely. All, all have sinned and fallen way short of the glory, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that was the expectation. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. everybody everybody knows that. So if you to wait until this nigga get, get up out of here, and the thing that's is, a bitch made He didn't shit, even man. do it. it I, could, <laughs> I, I would even halfway give you a, a tidbit of credit if it was right. true. It ain't even true. And just trying to get it. clicks. But you know what it goes down to? And I remember, um, yeah. I can't remember specifically who said it, but I think it was uh, uh, Eddie Griffin. He said, <laughs> the, and it's crazy that he said it, but I mean, he said the media or anybody, like in our society, would not let a black man li- die in peace. Nope. And and if you if you right. look at it in every big case Facts. where a black Michael man, Jackson, our, our nation always tried to our nation has a very hard time. We just saw Just Mercy a couple nights ago. Excellent film, Jamie Foxx. Netflix. Fo- no, it's, it's in theaters. No, go see okay. it. Go give it your money. Go shit. give it your money. Yeah. Um, it is Jamie Foxx, Michael B. Jordan, Oscar worthy performances. But the I saw it twice because it was that good. Um, and the one thing that just keeps continues to read true is that our nation has a hard time if at all an impossible time forgiving black men yeah whether it was something they did or did not do michael vick um chris brown, chris brown. brown. You said that chris yeah. brown shit has been black brought men. up for like 10 black years black men period or men black men black men, black men. Black, i'm very brothers talking the, about reason, black men. the reason i asked that was is because somebody's gonna listen to this um uh, podcast and say it's not just black men no and and and, and if you're all lives matter fuck you yeah, that's talking. how I feel. That's not where I was going. No, that, but, no, yeah. but that's how I. No, but that that's but how that, I feel. That, that's if somebody was to. I'm very. But that's, and you know, that's someone they, would. That's yeah. why. I asked. And, and you and, know what? And, and, was very and, and, intentional and, and, because at right. the end of the day, the opportunities and things of that nature that are afforded to um, a lot of other demographics right. um, are not afforded to us. But, yeah. but not only that, but look at look in the room. We are a all black male podcast. We have to speak on issues that yeah. will affect us. Long term and short term. Yeah. And, if you, and if you and if you on that bullshit, come see me. I'm about that. So that's that. the thing, though. So when you say <laughs> I'm about that, when that. You do like, okay, <laughs> I got a question though. So when you do say that, and you have your Caucasian males that only have their own like white podcast, are they wrong for only speaking on stuff that they feel like? I feel that if you yeah. are a Caucasian male, Caucasian person, right. there's a difference between being an ally and not being an ally. And part of white privilege is owning that privilege. Yeah, part right. of part of knowing that you and I'm sorry we just went on a tangent, but part of right. having that white privilege and knowing that there are just things that are afforded to you in life, driving through a fancy neighborhood in a fancy car, you're not going to get stopped. Part of right. going to a job interview and them seeing you and your white face and them not being intimidated and automatically yeah. wanting to give you the benefit of the doubt that you've never been a bad right. person in your life. I, I, th- I think also, you know? also, and what, even if you have, they want to go ahead and right. like slap on the wrist. Yo, honestly, exactly. yo, what, what it really boils down to is everything ain't for everybody. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. so like, you know, I, I can only speak truth to my power. You know, like, I, I can only give really my opinion. You know what I'm saying? And if somebody don't rock with it, that's perfectly fine. If, if they have something that they, that, you know, they, they say that I, don't rock, that I don't rock with, that's cool. It don't make what I say any less true to me or yeah. any less valid. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, listen, like, you know. From the jump, we've always been unfiltered. You know what I'm saying? Like we we give our opinions like, like you know like 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 we supposed to, and um and if people don't rock with it, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? So Monte, you got to go. Um, yeah. Appreciate you coming to the show. Hey, hold on um, one second. You leave you leaving light the belt and and you know and five dollars light is gonna let you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God still loves you, but he can't subscribe, let you leave. Subscribe to the Patreons. You see what we're now. Right. So um.
You you block you blocking your sound. Go you ahead. Block your sound. Say what's your chest. What are you gonna say? What I was gonna say is, f- fuck AZ. <laughs> <laughs> See you in a couple weeks, brother. Oh, a couple weeks. Sir. Nah, hey, y'all niggas say up though for real. I think I dapped y'all up. Yeah, already. you already did. <laughs> it's all good. Um, um, I really enjoyed this shit, but I ain't trying to do much. Like, I ain't calling no. Bye, word. nigga. Shit, yeah, that shit would have came <laughs> quick. Cool. So I know to edit that out. Um, you need a little, little, little pop shit. The pop thing, little click. So you ain't gotta. No, I just, I just clap. That's free. My clap is free. <laughs> <laughs> clap again, please. <laughs> anyway, um, what we? Oh, but no, nigga. <laughs> anyway, um, where we at? Oh, yeah. That just really bothered yeah, me. Yeah, um, but, everything ain't for everybody. If you don't yeah. agree with our opinion, that's perfectly fine. But by the time yeah. that it, this is episode like forty three, yeah, come you on, you know man. what the fuck we? Hey, hey <laughs> listen, yo, yo, listen, yo, we got people paying to listen and watch our stuff. So yeah. <laughs> if you don't agree with it, you can just not watch for free. Yeah, bro. Like we, it, you know, we about by yeah. this point, bro. Um, but I think we will uh, transition really quickly to. Um, there's a game this Sunday that I don't even feel like talking about. If I'm being honest with yeah. you, I feel like Mike Breen. He he was I think calling the Pelicans game tonight, and he was like, I don't even feel like commentating this game. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, like, low key, like like there was talk. Like I was like, should we even do the shot clock? Yeah, you know man. what I'm saying? Show like, must go on yeah. though, man. Yeah. Um, if Kobe can play with broken fingers and hands his whole career, yeah, yeah. we can record a podcast. But um, so there's a game this Sunday. Uh, we have the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> there, there's a game. There's a game. <laughs> there's a game. There's a game. There's a Super Bowl. There's you know a game, what I'm saying? Bro, that, a game that just feels the biggest game of the year. Just feels very small. Um, we have the Kansas City Chiefs um, versus the San Francisco 49ers. Best offense versus best defense. Um, Classic tale. In Miami, Florida. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Predictions. Red, white, and bold. Y'all see what I did last week? Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, man. Oh, we, we, oh, okay. I get it now. So you just looked at the title all week and didn't? Yo, it washed right over me. <laughs> no clue. I, was, <laughs> I um, listened to the whole thing. No, y'all should do that too. Yeah. Whether but, uh, you understand the titles or not. Um, so what, what are our initial... We, we can keep this 10 minutes or less, bro, and, and, and wrap this thing up. What are our initial thoughts um, on the, 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 the Super Bowl this Sunday? I don't even care, bro. Like I, re- I really don't eat. I really do not even. And really? I, I, I'll probably it'll probably change like once it hits like Thursday yeah. or Friday. But like I don't even care right now. It's gonna be a very long week. It's been it's, it's gonna, gonna be a long, it's been a very heavy it's been week. a very heavy day. And if my girls listen to this, listen, you gotta understand why. Okay, but anyway, know, the, the, I know we she, are in minute forty six. Yeah, she Each might probably not. not made it this. <laughs> but not made it she clicked off thirty <laughs> minutes ago. <laughs> but well, what I will say is, um, I I'm I got the 49ers. I had them a, a week ago, but. Uh, that's pretty much all I want to say about. Yeah, it. I got. I, yeah, because I didn't give my prediction. I got the Niners as well. Um, defense wins championships, man. That's that, um, that's what they say, but I got the Chiefs because I just think that they're too high powered and Mahomes uh, is a special talent, and I feel like that's gonna that's gonna override um, the the defense that's that's on the other side of the ball. So I got the Chiefs. I um. 
I really don't care uh, who wins <laughs> this game, and I did. That was before today. That, I gen- yeah, that too. I did. I genuinely don't care, only due to the fact that I think we're going to see a great game. I think we're going to see two really good offenses because the 49ers have a good offense, um, and two a really good defense and a, a, a decent good a decent defense. Um, I don't think we're going to see any type of blowout. Um, I'm just really excited. I don't to see know, it. bro. Maybe yeah. okay. It, uh, it could be. The be I mean, look, up. I'm not talking about on the Chiefs side. Last time we seen this number one offense, number one defense was the Broncos, Broncos in Seattle. Seattle. And, bro- oh, and Peyton Manning threw for 58 no, touchdowns, all that shit, and the Seahawks put that shit to but a also, hole. But also Cam it's Newton so against the Broncos. Remember huh? the, yeah. the, yeah. the, yeah. the yeah. Panthers? But they were like an elite offensive thing, team. Um that blew my mind was if Pat Mahomes wins, he'll only be the third black quarterback to win a Super Bowl. And that blew my mind, bro. And I looked up. I was talking to a dude on Twitter. I was like, bro, you know only six black quarterbacks have played in the Super Bowl? That is fucking wild yeah. to me. Don- I know Donovan you- McNabb didn't win one, but he was he in played, there. Right? He, played, he played in one, right? Fuck him. Doug, William- <laughs> Doug Williams, Donovan, Donovan McNabb. McNabb, Cam Newton, um, Russell, Russell Wilson. Wilson. Colin. Colin Kaepernick. You said Doug Williams already? Yeah. Did Steve McNair play Steve McNair. Steve yeah. McNair. Yeah. He, he and did, I'm like, yeah. yo. Yeah, that's, the, that's wild. And there's, there's like a thir- almost a 30-year gap between Doug Williams winning and Russell Wilson winning. Yeah. That's right. fucking wild I, I mean, to me, bro. Yeah, because, like, systematically, they just wasn't letting niggas play quarterback. Yeah, and and now crazy, And now we have, we have almost an... Almost an embarrassment of riches at the at the quarterback position when it comes to black people, and it, there's only what like like four or five. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like four or oh, five like, elite hey, ones. Yeah. Oh yeah. You mean like, like four or five just in the league? Or yeah. Just or elite? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like what we got? We got Pat, Deshaun, Lamar, Jameis, Jameis, Jameis um, Kyler, mm-hmm. Russell, Russell. That's six. That's six. six I can't. I can't really think of anybody else. And then Cam. Cam seven. Cam, yeah. Seven out of thirty-two. That's that's, cra- that's, that's crazy still, to think about. Well, I mean, but it's really not because the year um, Geno Smith had his first game. That was the first black quarterback the Giants had ever started. And what was that? Two years ago? Remember when they broke yeah. up Eli's oh, shit? Yeah. That was like he and was that, the first. And that was some bullshit. He was the first black quarterback that they have ever started. And, 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 and so he, he was a, the la- they were the last team to, to yeah. start a black quarterback. Yeah. And, it's yeah, and the way he played his ass the, might the, be the last. The red- <laughs> The Redskins were the the last franchise to integrate. They were the last franchise to yeah. really integrate black players onto their teams. Which and it's is just wild, ironic cause of, cause that black Doug, quarterback. Right. Doug Williams was the first black quarterback to win a Super Bowl with that team. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we got who you got? I, you got I got Niners. Niners. I got the Niners. I got the Chiefs. Just I a quick second about the black QBs. I was gonna say hopefully Teddy Bridgewater gets a, a starting oh, job yeah. next season. So I don't we'll see. see why not. Yeah. Um, yeah. But well, Drew Brees, he might, might want to. Drew stay. Drew actually said he's coming out with his retirement decision next month. He said he's gonna give it a month. Yeah. You think he need to hang it up? I think he will. In terms of like, I think he will. In terms of age and whatnot, do I think a forty-year-old quarterback should be playing in the NFL? No, I don't. If I'm being like a hundred percent objective and honest, and like, what can a like the forty is the forty-year-old body scientifically meant to take hits of that magnitude? And no, no, that time, no, no, it's not. And that's why, like, I I was listening. I forgot where I heard this shit from, but basically, it's like as as you're. Your, your mind and body are often not on the same like timeline. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So so when you're young, your mind you don't know shit, but your body be ready. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And then by the time you get old, your mind has had some time to develop, and your body like nigga, we can't do it no more. <laughs> yeah. Tom Brady is like he's like 
kind of changing the game as far as like, yo, his mind has developed long enough to like kind of know what he's doing and his body's holding on just enough so that he can take advantage of where his, his the mind advantage is. So, yeah. so yeah, the body, the 40 year old body is not designed to be getting wild. I, I think on. somebody like Drew and Tom, in my opinion, when there's nothing left to do, there's nothing left. Drew, no, Drew, yeah, Drew needed this no, Super well, I'm Bowl appearance. In terms of, yeah. like, in terms yeah. of like, bro, like, what yeah. more is there to accomplish? You got, for, for Tom, it, there's more to accomplish for Tom than it is Drew. Drew, you think? like, be, only the only reason why I say this is because Tom is one away from the all-time record of most Super Bowl rings. I think he really, really, really wants that. That that would be a ridiculous accomplishment to get seven rings. Yeah. That would be crazy. Like, Drew, if you get one more, like... Okay, you got to like cool. Yeah. You, you, that's not gonna like, and though it wouldn't teeter the the ranking for uh, Tom either. But like having seven and solidifying yourself yeah. in history, I think Tom really, wants especially that. if you can do it without Belichick. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah, true. But um, that's our episode, guys. Um, we love you, Kobe. What's y'all, what's y'all's favorite yeah. Kobe moment? Mine was. Right. Um, I'm gonna think on that for real quick. <laughs> there was a game. I can't remember the specific game, but it was uh. It was when D Wade was kind of like in his prom. They played a game in uh, Miami, and him and Kobe were just going back and forth. I just remember that game. I can't remember exactly what the stat line was, but that was definitely a good game. The one that I most memorable for me. Um, for me, because um, like I said, I really, I really wasn't a Kobe fan like that. Seeing how um, when they came back against the uh, the Blazers, and they threw he threw that alley oop to um, the Shaq. Yeah, that was tough. some crazy. That was some crazy shit. I yeah. mean, because I know Shaq is like twenty feet tall, but bruh, that, like, that's an iconic moment. That's yeah. always shown in like playoff, yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's um, my that's my. Moment. I would say my favorite Kobe moment. I probably got two. Um, my favorite Kobe moment would probably be. I don't want to be cliche, but probably his last game. That was a great. One. Yeah, I think now my answer to that question probably would have been different yesterday. But that last game is how I always will remember him as a player. Mm-hmm. And then my second favorite would probably be Kobe post-career altogether. Um, just seeing him as a human and people really getting to see him for who he was. And I really just enjoyed seeing him with his daughter. Yeah. Um, and you know how that gift blew up? Yeah. yeah. That, and like the last, like when he was just probably telling her some real shit, but we yeah. made it funny. Yeah. Black <laughs> Twitter made it hilarious. Right. Um, but just that moment and yeah. knowing that, you know, they now are doing that same gif up in heaven. God, yeah. I don't know. Like I, the probably the I've seen so many gifs and highlights and, and memorable shit today about Kobe, but probably the one that choked me up the most was um seeing a painting of him and his daughter wearing their own basketball jerseys with wings in heaven walking Damn. to the sunset. So that was probably it was probably the the most tear jerking one for me, only because um I'm trying to remember that not only did we lose Kobe, we probably lost another fucking future superstar you know yeah um so yeah that just him post career um wish we could have got more yeah i kind of have two as well my first is i believe i was eight or nine so for me like a little backstory for me mine like how most people have like kobe or lebron mine was kobe for like the first half and then lebron for the second half and then obviously being from philly like Kobe's from Philly, like all that, uh, all that hoorah shit. So they were coming to town um, in March and I begged my mom, like, can we please go? Can we please go? Can we please go? Because obviously them being a Western Conference team, they only come once a year. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And she was like, listen, make enough. Because I, I used to shovel snow like just around in the neighborhood to earn extra money. She was like, save your money. If you can cover your ticket, I'll pay for mine. So shovel snow got enough money, got the ticket. Um, and me and my mom went and him and AI both dropped 40. And Damn. that was like the craziest Shit. thing as a kid. Um, seeing both of them because those are like my two idols um, as far as basketball wise. And then secondly, my second favorite moment was when he dropped 61 at the Garden. Um, that was a that was a ridiculous moment. Um, I remember watching the game, and that was just I I didn't get to see the eighty one because I don't think it was on national TV or nothing. Um, so that so it, it wasn't they were playing the Raptors, so it wasn't on national TV or nothing. But like seeing that and like just seeing how he just dissected the defense, it, it was it, it was a true great moment for me. I would say just for my second one too, my only other one that I really loved was him and LeBron going back and forth in that All Star game. Yeah, because for fun. me, LeBron was, was like, I love LeBron, and then to see him and Kobe because we always wanted to see the finals of yeah. them, we weren't able right. to see it, but we were able to see them to go back and forth before they ended up, uh, before Kobe ended up retiring. So, yeah, prayers yeah. go out to Vanessa, yeah, man. man. Vanessa, I, I could only imagine because he, he has two other daughters, correct? His two other daughters, and one on the way, yeah, one she's is, pregnant, one is little, she can't be older than three, yeah, the other one, I think she's like seven, eight, nine. And, and they got one on the way. Another girl on the way. Gosh. You just lost a daughter and a husband. And a one daughter, daughter and a husband. And she got to be there for the other two. And that daughters. little girl mm-hmm. that's in the oven right now will never know her, dad. her father, who, in my Personally, opinion, was right. the greatest basketball player that I ever got to witness. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, man, that's our episode. Um, we hope you appreciated our takes and our stories about Kobe Bryant. Um, and what I'm going to do is um, we're just going to end the episode um, with. 24 seconds of radio silence.